Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast. And we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Osiris. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of the Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday. We should just be talking Here we as go. we go live in true We're live. from the vault fashion. We're live now. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should be, t- you know, we're, we're, we were already tuning uh, before before the broadcast even went live. We were that's jamming. We're, we're so warmed up on the third night of rehearsals. We were just talking about our T-shirts. 
like, yeah. uh, before we went live. We both brought been... our t-shirt game for the final uh, night True. of this run, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like, a you know, my Grateful Dead shirt here. Can we see this? <laughs> I wore one of my Grateful Dead shirts. This is a bootleg shirt. Yeah. Rep- repping for 91. Your... You didn't make that yourself, Steve? No, I didn't. This is uh, a... <laughs> um, shout out to Conrad Doucette. He oh, uh, yeah. turned me on to this shirt. This was like some bootleg company. I can't remember who made this. But uh, Conrad ordered this, and he was like, you got to get this shirt, too. And I was like, yeah, exactly. You got to represent for 91 Dead in this live episode because we're going to be previewing our final season. No 90s Dead. No. And barely any 80s Dead. Shout out to 80s Grateful Dead, by the way. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. Twitter account, yeah. Yeah. He was uh, busting our chops for not picking any 80s dead in our dicks picks draft and uh you know i'd be with you but there's not much 80s dead to choose from you know and and that's not our fault that's the dicks picks series i wish there was more brent right to choose from we're not and we're and we're getting so little brent in our final season and i have to say really like if you're talking brent era dead 87 to 90 is the golden era. And I feel like we just get like early eighties Brent and there's some gold there too, but like 87 and nineties dead is like the golden era of Brent. Yeah. And I, and I think like when the Dick's picks series launched, that was maybe too recent. Right. Well, they, I think they were trying to avoid without a net. It just came out. Right. The Dick's pick series started. So they were like, we're going to stay away from that era of the dead. But by the time the Dick's Pick series ended, it was yeah. a decade later. Yeah, we're in they, the aughts. We're yeah, in the aughts yeah. by this point. Without it, that's been out for, you know, well over a decade. So right. They could have delved into the late 80s a little bit more. That's definitely the Brent glory years. It would have been right. nice to have more Brent. And I'm sad that we're not going to get any Brent. We get one album yeah. of Brent, which we're, we'll get to because we're going to be previewing briefly all of the dicks picks volumes that we're going to be talking about um but yeah that's that i think that's the most glaring complaint right that we're we're, one volume of brent it's it's a 1982 show um would have liked more and for me personally wearing the 1991 shirt would have also loved a little bit more hornsby as well uh but you know there's also tons of great stuff in our final season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, tons as of gold. You, as you uh, mentioned, the other, the previous episode when we were talking about our our picks in the Dick's Picks draft of episode one, that uh, picking only the '70s was a very Twitter deadhead thing to do. Yes. Uh, well, I think you know this season is kind of uh, it's a very Twitter deadhead season because we're we're pretty locked into the seventies here. I mean, is there any sixties ahead of us? I don't think no. there's any sixties. It's all seventies except for the one eighty two. So, man, straight seventies, man. Yeah, that seventies yeah. season. That's what this is. Before, uh, before we get into that any further, should we introduce our show? We'll introduce our show. We'll give a shout out to our sponsor, but let's introduce ourselves first. Here's we our are... show, 36 from the vault. Uh, I'm uh, Rob Mitchum. <laughs> I'm Mitch uh, Roberts. You're Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, uh, we're, we're Rob and Steve, and we're on the last night of rehearsals. 
Yes. And uh, you're going to have a, a, a full episode. I know these like 30, 45 minute episodes are just like a, like a tease. Basically. It's like the, it's like beer barrel polka. It's but like people a, are little, enjoying a little it. sampler in between episodes. Oh, people love it. I'm sure. I mean, an appetizer can go a long way. And because we haven't, we haven't done anything in like half a year. And the dead and co episode I don't know if we even want to count that. I feel like that was just <laughs> a, which was great. I mean, I think that's a good episode, but like the real 36 from the vault has right. not existed for like right. three quarters of a year before. Canonical now. So, 36 from the vault. Yeah. 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 The can't. Yeah, exactly. That the dead and co episode that exists in its own universe. Own continuity. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, so, yeah, it doesn't even, even count. So the least we can do is these, rehearsal episodes and hopefully people are, are digging it i've been really missing the show thank you zimmy oh i like the wilco reference thank you yeah. you're crossing the streams with that one rob and i are, are gonna see wilco together that's right and just a couple weeks yeah gonna see and, uh, some gonna see a yankee hotel foxtrot uh anniversary show that's gonna be yeah. amazing so i'm gonna see them play the last album i liked by wilco Ooh. it's gonna be great see <laughs> I don't want to say that because you're my plus one. Maybe the publicist that's hooking me up is watching the show, and they're like, "Don't uh, take, don't take, Mister Dad Rock here." I'm sure if I'm not on a list already for Wilco shows, I don't think uh, it's going to start now. So it, yeah. it could be but, Jeff Tweedy could be watching this himself, and he's like, "Oh, wait a second, you're taking Rob Mitchum, yeah, to the yeah. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot show. Wait yeah. a second, I'm yeah. going to rescind your. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ripping Wilco." That's Rob taking shots at Wilco. <laughs> I revere Wilco. I'm the yeah. I'm the I'm the reverent one of Wilco on right. this show. I'm surprised Wilco didn't come up in the curveball conversation. To be honest, like that they should. Uh, that would be a contentious episode for sure. Like like you're taking shots at Ghost is Born with your comment, mm -hmm. which I think yeah. you know Sky Blue Sky to me is a masterpiece. Right. I know you're not a fan right. of that, but like I think Ghost is Born. You don't even have to argue about that album, but Rob apparently is taking shots at. I, I know. Born. I know what I'm doing. I know what I was saying. I know. See, this is <laughs> this is the longest-standing argument between me and Rob. Yeah. Well, before the dead, just arguing about 2000s era Wilco. Right. We could we could spend three hours on that alone, but I feel like we should get into our show. Should we Wait. shout out our sponsor? Absolutely. Skull and Roses? We got to shout out Skull and Roses. Wilco, not playing Skull and Roses, unfortunately. But there no. are a ton of, if you like the Grateful Dead, this is just four days of solid Grateful Dead immersion. The greater, what, what's the word? The diaspora of yes. Grateful Dead. Bands, cover bands, bands influenced by the dead, bands that love the dead. Uh, you're going to get, uh, of course, the headliner is uh, a member of the dead himself, Phil Lesh. We love yes. Phil. We you have know, nothing but good things to say about Phil. I haven't seen Phil live yet. I feel yeah, like I'm a should. terrible... I know. I mean, Phil, I mean, honestly, all bullshit aside, I mean, Phil is like... He's like second in command to Jerry, right? Or is it Bob? Oh, man, that's that's the debate, right? I mean... I, mean, it, I would go Phil, probably, but uh, you can make an argument for both. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's probably like... They're co-second-in-commands, but Phil, to me, yeah, I mean, and, you know, we're looking ahead to our season premiere, April 11th, Dick's Picks 28, we did a 73 show, so I'm feeling especially uh, reverent to Phil, because 73 Phil Lesh, I mean, come on. 
Yeah. You're not going to do any better than that. I mean, just right. his playing on Dick's Picks 28, don't want to spoil it. I feel like I keep saying that, but like his playing on that record is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, he's, and he still kills it. And he, you know, what is he, like 81? Mm, yeah. It, it was supposed to be his 80th birthday at the lock in in 2020. Oh, so he might be 80. So he's, he's either 81 82. or 82. Yeah. He's still uh, out there, though. He's he's playing great. I know there's. Closed his restaurant, unfortunately. But there's people out there yeah. who, who feel like, you know, not that we're going to compare Dead and Co to Phil and Friends, but I know that, that there's a contingent out there who feels like Phil is the more adventurous, you know, post dead iteration. You know, he's. Oh, he's absolutely. Ex- super exploratory. So you know you're going to get an amazing show with Phil and Friends. That's right. And uh, if, if Phil and Friends doesn't do it to you, if you're more of a, a newer generation deadhead, uh, how about O'Teal and Friends? O'Teal mm-hmm. Burbridge. He's, yes. he's moving in on the and Friends territory. He's yeah. got his own thing now. O'Teal, we were talking about how they probably are going to, you know, like have a like beat it this- style standoff backstage. But I forgot that O'Teal Burbridge seems like probably the nicest dude in all of Jam Bandery. Exactly. Uh, I mean, so I'm sure there is, we're, we're just joking. There's not going to be a knife fight. between. We say this in jest. We say it yeah. because it's a funny thing to suggest. And part right. of what makes it funny is that O'Teal is such a nice spiritual guy. He would yep. never pull a switchblade on <laughs> Phil Lesh. You know, that would never happen. But it's funny to think about yeah. The two Grateful Dead bass players brawling it out backstage at Skull Absolutely. and Roses, but just a joke. Never would happen because they're both such spiritual, beautiful human beings. There's That's not going to be any like Will Smith, no. Chris Rock action here. Odile is not going to slap Phil in the middle of his set. <laughs> All love. All love between these guys, and then you got Dark Star Orchestra. They're doing their thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Melvin Seals and the JGB, Color Williams, Jackie Green, Circles Around the Sun. Yeah. I mean, we, can, we can go on and on. We talked about a lot of the other bands. I am fascinated by one of the bands at the very bottom of the bill here uh, called Legion of Mario. What, like, I don't, is this like chiptune 8-bit covers of the Grateful Dead? Like, no idea. What, what is Legion of Mario all about? That, that's No idea. If anybody knows, drop it in the chat. I we got know. Legion of Mary, which is a Jerry Garcia right. side exactly. project. Um you get the Mario aspect of it. I don't know. Is it like Mario Benvenuto? <laughs> oh, that's true. I, I'm, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That's Marco Benvenuto. Sorry. I, I like Mario. Maybe it's his uh, his brother, Mario. <laughs> right. You guys, I thought you were going to say Pink Talking Fish. I thought you were going to uh, shout out them because that's... Well, we had Pink Talking Fish. We had we talked about them. We talked yeah. about Big Steve and the Ass Bites from Hell, which I learned today from the SkullofRoses.com website. Yeah. Uh, includes Don Waz. Don Waz is one of the oh, aspects wow. of hell, apparently. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah. this is a week from today it starts, April 7th through 10th. It's at the Ventura County Fairgrounds in California. So maybe a little late to buy those last-minute plane tickets. I don't know. Are, uh, have flight prices come back up? Flight prices are still pretty cheap. I haven't, yeah. had, I haven't had a book of flight lately. But, uh, yeah, you know, if, if you're on the West Coast, you can make it to Ventura County. Check it out. There's tickets for sale on skullandroses.com right now. They're yeah. announcing all sorts of like musical news and sort of the, the uh, extra musical themes and parades and the vendors that are going to be there and the beer and foods that's going to be there. So uh, go check out the website and thank you, Skull and Roses, yes, for sponsoring these episodes. They've, they've been a lot of fun and uh, yeah, I think 
we're good, and I think we should get into to previewing. Yeah, we had a mailbag, but let's 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 do the mailbag for a future episode of our show. Yeah. I think we should get into the preview here. Um, and by the way, if our fans like want to do a Patreon to raise money for a private jet to send me <laughs> and Rob to Skull and Roses, uh, we aren't going to discourage that. Like, if you guys want to send us there, that'd be amazing. Um, so you know. Just a gentle, just a gentle suggestion. We're not saying you have to do that, but if you want yeah. to do that, that'd be great. But or if yeah. you're flying in a private jet from the East Coast and you want to stop over in the Midwest and pick us up and then go, that that yeah. would work too. It's you don't like, have to give us our own private jet. We'll ride in yours. If Bill Walton is watching this and he, because <laughs> he probably has a private jet access, if you want to hook yeah. us up, that'd be amazing. But yeah, let's get into our season preview here. You know, because this is what it's all about: looking ahead to season four. Um, I have to say, like, okay, so we've already touched on the lack of diversity in terms of different eras. It's it's straight 70s, and we've talked about this in some of our other preview episodes. Like, I like the diversity. I like getting into different eras. I think Rob feels the same way, right? Like, we both like that. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're just going for, like, a high batting average of, of bangers, staying in the 70s is, like, you can't really dispute that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at this lineup for the fourth season, I am. I, I will say, I'm a little bit disappointed that we're not getting, like, you know, the one we get the 180s show, but I liked getting the 190s show. I liked getting the 60s show. I liked mixing in a little bit of variety. But I mean, we're we're covering all the 70s. We've talked about it a million times. The Dead changed so rapidly in the 70s. The band yeah. that we're gonna hear, you know, in '77 is a mile, a thousand miles away from the band that we're going to hear from like a 1971 show. And even so like from like late, even from like the fall of 72 to like the spring of 73, you're getting like a different band. So exactly. Pretty exactly. Exciting. So let's get to, uh, let's get to our preview here. So we're going to talk about, right. Steve's got props. I got props here. Dick's picks 28 yeah. is our first episode of the season season premiere. This is uh, two shows. Uh, we got Lincoln, Nebraska. We have Salt Lake City, 22673, 22873. Um, little spoiler alert, we've actually already recorded this episode. So Rab and I have sounded off on this um already. So we don't want to I keep saying spoiler alert when I talk about Dick's Picks 28. Yeah. I don't want to dig too deep into what we've already said about this. Um, but yeah, it's a heater. We could say it's a heater. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, we're not blowing anybody's mind to tell you uh, 1973 show is good. So uh, yeah. if you want to hear uh, two and a half more hours on that, uh, you know, stay tuned. About a week and a half from now, it'll it'll be up. It'll be live. And look at this. I, I, can you even lift that? How I heavy can. is that thing? Look at this. This is like <laughs> this, is, this is a six banger, man. This is six CDs. Six picks, 29. Yeah. Uh, two shows. I don't know if they're complete shows. If they're not complete shows, they're. I think it's missing complete. one song. I, I was looking it up today. There's one song they had to leave off, but it also has filler from yet another. Yeah, show. I, I believe it's like October 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 77. Uh, but yeah, mainly we're talking about Atlanta, 51977, and Lakeland, Florida, 52177. Right here. Uh, I think for this 
we're gonna have to talk about the sh- like the shows as complete shows rather than breaking it down per song or per disc because <laughs> this could be a very long episode. But you know, it's also gl- lots of glorious Grateful Dead on yeah. this one. One one thing I'm we'll we'll talk about it this season. We'll have plenty more time to talk about it. But every, every Dick's picks this season is is quite long. Yeah, they There's really. Only- there's only one two disc that's the smallest, and that's the '82 show, of course. So the '80s get slighted again. Yeah, everything else is at least three. There's a lot of four CD sets. So I'm I'm interested to talk about you know, wasn't that the right approach? I mean, Grateful Dead fans, you know, for them more equals better. But I'm wondering in some cases already, even just at the start of the season, if maybe maybe there could have been a little more editing. Maybe there could have been a little curating. Uh, by the Dick's Fix team here, but uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw that out there and leave that for uh, further discussion. I yeah, I, th- I think at this point they were just like, and this was still, I think, pre-Live Archive. I, I wonder like when Live Archive started, if that was mid- I think the, the Archive was, I remember listening to the Archive back like when I was at college in the 90s. Like it existed in some form. But like in terms of it actually, I'm sure it existed back then, but like in terms of it actually being something that you could stream and it, would, it wouldn't it would take like, you know, an hour to stream like one song. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, was that like early aughts, mid aughts? I mean, I know for me as a burgeoning deadhead in the early 2000s, I feel like the development of the of of, of of the live archive was like a big thing mm-hmm. yeah. with growing my own fandom and I don't know at any rate I feel like maybe with the dick six getting longer they were still feeling like well people don't have access to all of this music so we'll just throw it on these discs yeah. they didn't know that people would be podcasting it about it in 20 years and right, of course make very but- long episodes and I think every time, all those early ones that did like partial shows, I think people were probably like, "God damn it, why didn't you put out the whole show?" And so that's what. But uh, I think maybe they went a little too far in the other direction. All right, you're holding up volume thirty. Yes, which, which is the Academy of Music shows. So this is. I'm really excited for this one. We, we oh, yeah. just we're just off the 50th anniversary of these shows. Uh, a more sophisticated professional podcast would have timed the season so that we hit these shows right on the 50th anniversary. We are not that podcast. No, uh, we'll, we'll, but, we'll hit this like in about what, like early May. I think. Uh, we'll, we'll yeah. It'll be early part of May. So about yeah. five weeks from now, it'll still be fresh off the anniversary, right? You'll still want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, they're playing like with Bo Diddley. Yeah. On one shows. of the discs. It's a hell's angels, private party. Uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah they're, they're doing like, yeah. Oh, this looks pretty goddamn sick i'm really excited to get, this is gonna yeah. this, this is like hell's angels grateful dead this is like badass right you know anchor tattoo born to lose tattoo across your right. chest this is gonna be you're gonna want to like smoke a lot of cigarettes while listening to this volume or like I think. dmt yeah yeah this uh, is gonna be a good our- one our friendly rival uh, Jesse Jarno just went through those shows on Twitter. So if you if you need a little uh, want to wet your taste for that, that's 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 where you can find some good info. You're only following because he's hosting the other Grateful Dead podcast. That's right. I think, I think there's only two or there's three. <laughs> yeah. actually. There's Broke Down Podcast. Got shout out to Broke Down Podcast. You got us, and you got the official Grateful Dead podcast. We're the show where you where you don't actually want any facts or or information. <laughs> right. You only want takes. 
Jesse could tell you the exact date when uh, the live yeah. music archive uh, yeah. went up and streamed music. We just guess randomly off yeah. of foggy get- college memories. <laughs> We're giving you takes. Yeah, we're giving you priceless takes here. Right, you know he's giving you facts, which is you know that has its place. Mm-hmm. But we're giving you takes, which are yeah, no, no knife hypothetical knife knife fights on Jesse's podcast. All right, Dick's picks thirty one uh, yeah. back to the sweet spot of seventy three to seventy four. Yes, uh, this time we're in August seventy four. We got shows. Uh, this this one's is kind of a grab bag a little bit. Of it's like shows. yeah, we're, we're in Philly and we're in Jersey City. More East Coast bias, of course. Here. Yeah, and uh, I have to say, um, the least attractive cover design mm. of all time. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it 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 increasingly gets worse with Dick's picks as the music gets better. The typography. Right, gets worse. This There's is a, like an inverse relationship between, uh, yeah, the music and know, the cover art. I don't know what's going on here. It's like sort of like a, it's a screensaver. It's, it's a basically it's a, it's, a, it's a screenshot of a screensaver. Pretty uh, non-committal font here too. <laughs> Not the best font yeah. selection, uh, but amazing music. Yeah, wall of so. sound. It's a wall of sound show. It's yeah. got two two plans that I think are each about a half hour long. Oh man! Uh, it's gonna be uh, yeah, Phil Beardy Phil at the peak of his powers. It's we got a uh, yeah. CD one kicks off with playing in the band into Scarlet Begonias, into Jack Straw, into Peggio. That sounds like a pretty amazing progression on CD one and CD four. Eyes of the world into playing in the band into Scarlet Begonias, back into playing in the band. My mouth is watering already. <laughs> sounds pretty amazing. Oof, oof. Uh, 31. Here we go, Brent. Right, finally, it's a little skinny one. The little skinny package is Brent, unfortunately. Yeah, skinny banger, but you know what? Uh, what you get less in quantity, you're getting all in quality here. I think. Hey, Alpine Valley, Alpine Alpine Valley. Valley. Steve and Uh, I have been to Alpine Valley together. We're going again this summer. Ending a lot about Alpine Valley. Yes, forget the East Coast bias, we're all about the Mid Coast bias. Mm. Middle of the country, Alpine Valley. I think, is this the first Alpine Valley? I think it is. In the Dick's Picks, sure. Yeah. I don't know when uh, Downhill from Here came out. The video, which is a, a later 80s show, right? At Alpine Valley? It's yeah. 88 or 89. I think uh, uh, for, for Dick's Picks, it's definitely the debut it's the of Alpine, Alpine Valley. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to talk, talk about Alpine Valley in this episode. Yeah. Uh, because all you East Coast people... East Coast chauvinism, East Coast elitism. <laughs> get that out of the, get a, get that out of here. We're going to talk about Alpine Valley, one of the great yeah. music venues of all time, one of the great jam band venues. Uh, you don't know shit till you've been to Alpine Valley. It's <laughs> it's it's the Red Rocks of the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a man smart, woman smarter too on here. Uh, oh God! Wow. Well. Uh, I'm less get, enthusiastic all of a sudden. <laughs> we get a we get a China writer, then a man smart, woman smarter, ship of fools playing in the band, and then uh, drum space. Uh, is that? The, I think that's the debut of man smart, woman smarter. Really? Ooh, I think it is. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think we've because we haven't had much Brent. I don't think we've had that. Oh, you um, mean for the for Dick's picks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, I, who do you think I'm talking about here? I thought you. I thought you meant it was the first time they ever played it. I thought what? you were trying to drop some like. Well, you uh, think I, you think I've done research on man? Yeah, you think I've dug into the man smart, woman smarter, uh, heady jams? Like, I don't know you what know? you do with your free time. It's 
No, I know Dick's picks. I don't know the history of each song, but I know Dick's picks. I know Dick's picks history. We have not heard yeah. that yet. Yeah, no. I would remember. Yeah. I would have the scars if we had uh, heard that. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Can't be talking like that already. All right. Here we go. Dick's picks 33. Right. Uh, 76 shows. So I was really excited yeah. about the the uh, Dick's picks 20. I haven't listened to hardly any Grateful Dead 76. Dick's Picks 20 was really interesting. I don't think it was the best Dick's Picks, but it was one that definitely uh, sort of whetted my appetite for digging deeper into 1976. So I'm excited to, to double dip on that. Uh, Day yeah, of the Green the, Shows yes. uh, from it's, Oakland Stadium. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, October 9th and 10th of 76. And uh, this, is a, uh, this is a four banger for you CD fans. Four CDs on this record. And uh, yeah, 76, you know, they're coming back from the hiatus, right. integrating uh, Mickey back into the band. They are, you know, gearing up for the 77. Yeah. Uh, Not as slick, epoch. though. No. And a little more creative in the set listing. So, yes. uh, Steve, do you know who co headlined those shows with them? In the 76? Who. That's right. The Who, yeah. And, yeah. A, and we've talked about this, I think, a little bit before, but there's an interesting. Uh, you know, interaction with the who and the dead, you don't think right. of the who really being jam friendly, but like Townsend had a lot of respect for the dead and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should see if those uh, who shows are out there and see if there's some bootlegs of the who four that's CDs good... won't be enough for an episode. We got to listen to two other shows by a different. I mean, band. that's kind of the end of the who Keith Moon era being great. I mean, yeah. you know, because uh, they reconvened like a year later to film the uh, Kids Are All Right performances, mm. and Keith Moon by then had already precipitously fallen off. Yeah, was yeah. not playing nearly as well, but he was playing pretty hot in 76. I see we get a might as well on here. I don't know if we've That's had a might as well. Might. I don't think we have, no. It might be a Dick's Picks premiere. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, ooh, I'm seeing a Johnny B. Good. As a encore on here too, getting a berry. Lots of good stuff here. All right, here we go. Dick's picks thirty four. Yep, we have, a, uh, we have an exclusive company uh, price tag on here that is so <laughs> stuck on there I can't get it off. Uh, but uh, this is diminishing uh, the value. Well, but you know, it's also shouting out record company, you know, record stores. So I appreciate that. It yeah, reminds yeah. me of when I bought it. Um, this is uh, Rochester, New York, November 5th, 77, another 77 show, uh, following up uh, Dick's Picks uh, 29. Yeah, uh, in the fall this time. I, I don't know much about this show. What's uh, What do we got to look forward to in Dick's Picks 34? Well, we're also getting quite a bit of uh, November 2nd, 77 from Toronto. We're getting about... Uh, seven uh, songs from there as well. This is a three banger. Um, I don't know. I mean, it looks like a pretty straightforward 77 show, although on CD2, you can see that uh, here. I can hold it right here. You get a Phil solo, <laughs> and then you get Take a Step Back oh. as its own track going into Eyes of the World. So wow. you get you get a Phil solo, Take a Step Back, Eyes of the World, hell of a progression right there. Yeah. All Pretty right. excited for that. Um, Dick's Picks 35. I do not have this CD yet. I just bought this CD. This was like the hardest 
dick's pics for me to find. Yeah. Uh, I've I've literally searched for this for about three or four or five years. I just recently got it. So I don't have a CD to hold up for dick's pics 35. Yeah. Uh, that's a 71. Does that complete the whole set for you? That will complete all- I will have all, I'll have everything at that point. Wow! And uh, this is another this is another four banger. Yeah, seventy one. Going back to seventy one for the first time since Dick's Picks two, I believe. And this is covering three shows. We got yeah. San Diego, Chicago, and Hollywood. Hollywood actually, I had as a bootleg for a long time. Ah, nice. That's a really good show. Yeah, and uh, these tapes were discovered uh, as part of the houseboat tapes. Uh, which are the tapes that they've dubbed for Keith when they when right before he joined the band, like Jerry dubbed him some reel to reels and said, "Here, listen to these and learn the music." Uh, and then I believe they sat on Keith's parents' houseboat for thirty five years until somebody found them and they were still playable. And they turned them. I think it was a pretty quick turnaround from when they found them until when they put out Dix Mix thirty five. So, so they just like some, a some fun they- history. They had like a houseboat just sitting yeah. there for like 35 years. Apparently, or I think they still live there, you know, long after Keith passed away. Um, but just like, then, just like, just like Grateful Dead tapes on their houseboat. Yeah. Like under, shoved under a hammock or something. I don't know. Whatever and you have on a houseboat. It's kind of life I want. I want yeah. a, I want a life where I just have a houseboat for 35 years. And someone's probably <laughs> like, let's, let's like pick up this dirty laundry. What's under here? Oh, it's Grateful Dead tapes. Right. Uh, that, that nobody's ever covered. heard before. Nobody had ever heard soundboards of these 1971 shows until uh, they they found them on the boat. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I want good, a houseboat. Good Grateful Dead history. Yeah. I want a houseboat, man. A houseboat would be amazing. I could see you being a houseboat guy. The only problem is you'd have to live somewhere uh, warm, which well, is not, yeah. uh, not, not, not your style. Well, at some point it will be. I want to be yeah. like, like Sonny Crockett in Miami Vice where he has the houseboat and like the alligator on board. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any Grateful Dead tapes on the Sunny Crockett boat. Right. Uh, but it'd be pretty amazing. Well, it's like and, the Jimmy Buffett uh, retirement village. Are they going to have a Grateful Dead retirement village? No. Yeah. Just just all houseboats. And then, yeah. and then they put some tapes underneath all the beds for you. Uh, yeah. Like houseboat? <laughs> that just seems like such a romantic idea. <laughs> Having a houseboat? Uh, I can't wait till we do three more hours on houseboats <laughs> I think for Dick's so. Mix 35. For our penultimate episode ever, we're just going to talk houseboats. I just want to, I don't know. Does anyone else out there have a romantic idea of houseboats? I just think <laughs> it seems so awesome to be on a houseboat. Anyway, our last electrifying conclusion here, Dick's yep. Pick 36. And, End of the uh, run. Hell of a, hell of a conclusion to go out on. We've got... Uh, the Spectrum, 92172. We've already had two shows from September of 72, and we talked yeah. about them both in our draft episode, Dick's Picks 11 and 23. Yeah. And this one might be the best. Mm. We'll see. I, I can't wait. Yeah, they're all from, like, the same week, even. Like, it's a pretty, like, tight run. Can you imagine um, if you're following the dead that week? You're just like, oh, we're gonna go see the dead tonight. Maybe yeah. they'll play maybe they'll play Dark Star again. Maybe we'll do like another half hour Dark Star that will yeah. like uh you know make me see Jesus Christ himself and <laughs> uh you know, because that was like the kind of week you know they had this week in September of seventy two. Uh because this is I think you referenced this earlier. Is this not 
Dick's favorite dark star on this? You know, that's that's always what I've heard. Like, I tried to corroborate that uh, shortly before we went on the air tonight. I mean, I'm going to take a few more months of research to confirm that for sure. I think Dick was the kind of guy that anytime you asked him what his favorite dark star was, he gave you a different answer. Well, uh, and so I think maybe he answered this one more than most, but uh, I, I don't. I don't think there even among, within. The man, Dick Latvala, there was not consensus about the greatest Dark Star of all time. But certainly this is one of them. I mean, I've heard this one. It's a pretty amazing Dark Star. Like, uh, I mean, and that you know, we're not even counting, you know, the uh, Dark Star from Vanita. Vanetta? Vanita? Yeah. Vanetta? Is it Vanita? Vanetta? I think we finally found out it was Vanetta, though. I'm going to. Oh, Vanita. Uh, now, I, now, I, now I forgot. Vanita, Vanetta, Vanita, <laughs> I forget which one is right, which one is what I've been calling it for years. So, which is yeah. like, a, which is I think from you know it's like from a month prior, obviously. It's right, August right. 27th, 72. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you go Dark Star into Morning Dew into Beat It Down the Line. It's hilarious <laughs> that they played that after that. <laughs> and then Mississippi Half Step, Sugar Magnolia, Front of the Devil. Yeah, so this is a four banger. I, th- I these are all like. Three or four bangers. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're not cheaping out on you in the final run here. Yeah. So that's our season preview. Um, hard to find like a, a lame duck in the bunch. Yeah. Unless it's the 82 show, but by then we're going to want some friends. I don't think so. I think the 82 yeah. is going to be great. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm skeptical of that fall 77 show. Uh, just going purely on paper, I'm a little bit like, uh, I don't know. Well, man. I think I, I, I don't, it doesn't have that zing that the rest of these do. But it, you know, coming in with low expectations, that's usually when you get your mind blown. So yeah, and I just feel like that's an instance of us just being like, oh, we're looking to be disappointed at some point. You know, it's so stacked. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, you know, there, there's no obvious uh, uh, weak points here. Right here, so I don't know. So, so we're reaching. So hopefully you're as excited as we are to dive into all these. Um, we have already recorded our Dick's Picks 28 episode, uh, and that's a heater. I think you're all going to love that if you haven't dug into that already. Uh, yeah, do your homework. You got yeah, uh, do your homework on that, and it's not homework because yeah. And do we want to talk about? Do we want to like preview? Because we talked about a couple of 73 shows. That we referenced in that episode. Do we want to mention that here now? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I just want to say like before you go into Dick's. Well, as you go into Dick's Picks twenty eight, right? I would also just throw out um, two fifteen seventy three. Uh, it's a show in Madison, more uh, Midwest love there. Uh, that's the first instance of the dead playing Eyes of the World. Uh, Wait, is it Dark Star into Eyes of the World? I think Dark Star into Eyes, yeah. Yeah, and it's all, it's also like one of the first time they ever played Eyes of the World. I think the the, the world premiere of Eyes of the World was two nine seventy three, right? Uh, so you might want to check out that show too. But two nine seventy three, two fifteen seventy three, and also was it three sixteen seventy three? That's right at the Nassau Coliseum. Which, uh, if you like the Dixwix twenty eight Dark Star, I feel like that one is a uh, very similar. In, it, in the path that it takes, but maybe maybe gets the edge for me a little bit, uh, at least on uh, for that particular song. I don't know about the rest of the show, but um, yeah. So, you know, 
no deadhead is satisfied with just one dark star. So yeah. if you want to do some extra bonus credit homework, check out the dark stars, uh, you know, around that whole month, you're not going to go wrong with spring 73 dark stars. So I think that about does it for our last rehearsal episode. Thank you for your patience. I hope we didn't miss all of our cues. I think we hit <laughs> most of them. Yeah. Um, and also shout out again to skull and roses. Thank you again for sponsoring our rehearsal week here uh again that takes place um well we got a question here dicks picks versus dave picks who's better you know i don't know it's hard to answer that because i don't know dave's picks nearly as well i i've I've been just a a subscriber to dave's now i'm going on my third year yeah but you know there's 41 volumes i i know like the last 10 fairly well right but uh we are students of dick's picks I am but a protege of Dave's picks. <laughs> uh, I will say one thing. Unequi- I think I can say this already, that Dave's picks has better artwork. Well, there's that. Yeah, absolutely. Than, than, than Dick's. Although, yeah. although I will say that like the red and black Dick's oh, classic. Is, is forever my favorite. Like, yeah. That's the greatest of all time. Dave Pick Dave picks should do a year that just throws back to the old Ampex uh, oh. cover. That would, that would be, be amazing. Yeah. yeah. You can have yeah. that one for free, Dave. And, you know, um, I believe, because I think the first Dick's Picks was, was 93. Mm-hmm. So next year would be the 30th anniversary of Dick's Ooh, Picks. So if we right. can just throw that out there. Yeah. Dave's Picks, maybe tip the cap to Dick's Picks 30th anniversary, do at least one red and black volume. I think that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. And we our, our boy Ryan... Asking 70, if we prefer Dark Star or other one, 72 to 74. Ooh, well, I don't know. I mean, it's... We kind of get into this in in this uh, this episode coming out. I loved... I mean, that's my favorite period of Dark Star, so I'll say yeah. Dark Star, but... It's really hard to not go Dark Star there. Other ones, they're great. What a great time for Dark, for other ones. Uh, I think Dark Star is still giving you a little more variety, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the great thing about Dick's Picks 28 as a preview is that you get a dark star and another one. Right. And like the disc two and disc four of 28 are such a great companion. Yeah. Uh, what song did you learn to love while you were doing your 36 from the vault homework? Um, man, what I got a good answer to this. You know what I'm, uh, you know what I'm really into? It's kind of a double answer. Cause they're similar songs is uh sugary and Peggy Oh yeah, songs that in in my youth I maybe would have skipped over is just kind of like ah, it's a Jerry, it's a slow Jerry song. Nothing exciting happens there. Sugary for sure. I was like totally dumb about. Uh, there's some amazing sugaries in the Dix Pick series and in the shows around the Dix Picks. Uh, Seventy-seven maybe, sugary. Oh, whew, we got another one coming up in twenty-nine. That's yeah, uh, it, I was listening to last night. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but Peggio too. Peggio is a song that I totally underestimated my whole dead listening life, and now I'm old enough to appreciate uh, the serene sort of beauty of a of a nice Peggio. I always loved Peggio, and again, shout out to ninety-one. They played Peggio in ninety-one. So early in my dead history, I, I learned to love the, or I didn't learn to love that song. I just loved it. I will say that the song that I've really come to love that I feel like, cause I, you know, I talked about Dick's picks one being one of my favorites. And I feel like I skipped over this when we were talking about it is big river. Mm, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that song gets, 
you know, I was inclined to dismiss that as like a, uh, you know, like a, uh, this is like a Bobby Another Cowboy song. Another skippable Bobby Cowboy, yeah. But it's, but it's actually not a Bobby Cowboy song. It's a Jerry Garcia guitar solo showcase. Right, yeah. And especially in the early 70s, uh, just hearing him kind of rip off these like honky-tonk guitar solos uh, at length, that's just become a song that I would have skipped before we started this journey. And now I, I always look forward to hearing that. Yeah. It's always like a barn burner for me. When look, is slide guitar okay? Always. Yeah. <laughs> always we know steve's answer uh i mentioned this on one of the episodes when i was ripping on slide guitar it's that i love slide guitar when it is just like dripping with guitar effects like it's got tons of pedals layered over it and it's just incredibly psychedelic and drippy uh, my favorite slide guitar player i think is david gilmore i think david gilmore was an incredible slide guitar player because every time he played slide guitar there's like a whole pedal board of things going on over the top of it and it sounds just ridiculously good like uh one of these days great slide guitar song one of these days yeah one of these days uh, uh high hopes if you want to go like later pink Ooh, you can go late and get it too it's that's a little more like your standard slide guitar i think but like the early uh it's still early. like super psychedelic i mean i don't know like the ending of that i feel like that's the oh, okay. dave gilmore slide guitar solo okay yeah i guess the ending i was thinking of the ending yeah so um i mean i i mean i love all kinds of slide guitar i like bluesy slide guitar like elmore james going back to that i think is great and obviously Dwayne allman if you're going in more of like a rock context but um i mean i like this obviously i love psychedelic slide guitar too but you know one of my favorite sounds in all of music is like pedal steel and well I, yeah so that, i was gonna say that too like maybe like, it's cause, uh, cause I, hypocritical but i love pedal steel it's not that like, far removed i know i know uh, you know, I don't, I, and I, I can't explain it. Uh, this is your aversion to blues rock. It's like you are so against blues rock that right. any kind of blues affectation, you know, because I feel like because uh, pedal steel, I think, is more of like a melancholy sound mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, generally. And, and I'm uh, a melancholy guy. You're a melancholy guy. And, you know, if we're talking about pedal steel. Like, oh, I'm sorry, if we're talking about slide guitar with Jerry. I always associate that like with. The beginning of Weather Report Suite, which I think is more of like a pedal steel type vibe that he's playing with there. And, yeah. Um, whereas Bob, you know, it's probably more of the traditional blues rock type thing. But right. anyway, I love I love slide guitar. Uh, All right, we gotta wrap it up though. Thank you. We're for wrapping it up. <laughs> thank you, thank you for watching us live. Yes, uh, really appreciate it. It's so good to uh, to be talking to get at you guys again. Uh, I'm excited for the season. I hope you all listen in. I hope uh, you know we we come up with a good idea for how to extend it if if we go beyond the final 36 from the vault season. Uh, but uh, shout out again to Skull and Roses. Check out skullandroses.com to learn all about their festival. I hope it goes great next week. I hope if you go, you have an awesome time. I want to see some live music. Wish I was there seeing some some Grateful Dead music in a field with beautiful weather. That sounds really nice right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do this some more. Let's 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 get back on tour. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks for our season premiere. All right, later on.
Osiris. Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Numbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.